0: This story is about my older sister, Allison, who was, is, and I'm sure will be one of the boldest people that I've ever known. And it wasn't easy growing up being, you know, one of three daughters. Allison was the oldest by one year, <clears throat> then there was me, my name was Robin in those days, and then there was Nicola, she was three years younger. And, you know, when you have three children, there are different, you know, predicaments and typical situations that are, you know, the hardest for the first or the easiest for the first. The first is often the most outgoing, maybe, and the middle is maybe the most kind of, I don't know, lost in a state of accommodation, kind of, you know, in the middle of everything. And the youngest maybe is the baby or the one who... You know, they they have a, a set of challenges all of their own. And Alison, my older sister, was one of the, you know, she just was maybe scared on the inside, but really fearless on the outside. And when we were getting in our late teens and early 20s, we, you know, we all started going our own way. You know, I was in a very long relationship still. My younger sister was in uh, a long relationship also. And Alison was just ready for more. She was the first one to branch out, the first one to really reinvent herself. And I can't remember how old she was, early 20s, I guess. And, you know, we were in Toronto. That's on the east coast of Canada. And my mother was from the west coast, (laughs) She was from Langley, which is near Vancouver. And any time over the years that we would visit my mother's relatives out west, you know, we'd be at some family do or, you know, what do you call it, family reunion. And, you know, there'd be people that didn't know me yet, and so I'd introduce myself. And any time they'd say, oh, where are you from? And I'd say Toronto, big, bad Toronto. You know, it's like the New York of Canada, so notorious for being, you know domineering, maybe. And I'd say Toronto, and they'd say, oh, you know, they'd give me this look like, oh, you know, that's a pity. Um, I already don't like you. Uh, I'm not going to give you a chance. <laughs> and I kind of wonder why I didn't change where I was from. I should have just changed to another city. And then it would have got a much more harmonious response. <laughs> so anyway, when, when we were in our 20s, and, you know... My younger sister and I, we were still very much Toronto, Ontario Canadians, you know. We were, you know, it was a big city even then. It was two, three million even in, in you know, the, late, the beginning of the 80s. And, but Alison, she wanted something else. And I can't believe to this day what she had the bravery to do. She packed up, she got a U-Haul truck and she got all her furniture. I remember she had this beautiful brass bed from her bedroom, and she was just like, oh my, god, I was always in awe of her, because she was like, had the best Clinique uh, makeup, and these beautiful clothes, which I used to try to steal all the time, and that's another story, <laughs> and she got this big U-Haul, or medium size, you know, U-Haul truck, and I mean, driving a truck, that's another issue, and the distance between Toronto and Vancouver, I don't know what it is, like 2,000 miles, something like that, and how many days driving. I mean, my my father drove it a few times, and I think it would take, like, five days, you know, if you kind of took it easy and only drove, like, eight hours a day or something. It would still take you five days or something to get across the the prairies and get all the way, you know, through Alberta and over to Vancouver on the coast, the West Coast, Pacific side. And Alison got the movers to, or she did herself, I don't know, I was like off in my own world, selfishly so. And she filled up this U-Haul truck with all her belongings. And she drove it by herself across the country. I mean, can you imagine doing that? I still can't imagine doing that. I mean, it's a truck, not a car. It's five days of driving. And that's a lot of maps. And you're on your own and there's no co-pilot to share the driving with or to <clears throat> redirect you when you get lost. And the weather and, you know, this a huge truck full of things, you know, um, rocking around. And anyway, she made it to Vancouver and she settled into Vancouver for the rest of those years that were coming. And she's still there, Alison. I hope she listens to this because I really want her to tell her how much I appreciate her. And she settled out in Vancouver. And I mean, in those days, it was like if you're from the East Coast, it was like we always kind of viewed the West Coast as, you know, like the New York people would view California. We kind of viewed the, in Canada also, we viewed the... The West Coast has not inferior, but superior in certain ways. You know, superior, maybe more, more laissez-faire, more easygoing, more um, hippie-ish, more, uh, you know, the weather is different. And I don't know if you know North America, but the weather in the East Coast, you know, New York and Toronto, it's very much four seasons. You know, not much of a spring, but we have an amazing fall, a very long snowy winter and very hot summers. And <clears throat> even hotter today. So, Alison settled out in Vancouver, and it wasn't. It wasn't until oh god, I don't know what what year was it. I guess it was twenty ten. Was it twenty ten that I moved? I I did a lot of traveling, and I went around the world. And I remember coming back. You know the. I, I guess easterly direction on my second trip, and I landed in Vancouver, and my family was there to to greet me, and say you know how was your trip and everything, and they had all kind of visited. Allison was from there, but my sister and my parents you know took the plane right over, and I always regret how I managed that because here my family was all you know trying to put the best foot forward. And we had a lot of, you know, turbulent years and a lot of, you know, non-communication. And, and yet my parents always tried to do the right thing. And I remember my mom bringing me this box full of all these letters that had been mailed to me over my first year abroad. And I should have, you know, put it on the side and paid more attention to my sister, to both my sisters and to my parents. But, you know, of course, like, you know, fools do, I rifled through every letter and, and, and you know, oohed and aahed over it. And, yeah, I kind of... I know it's not up to us to make, you know, our family members happy. That's their job. Each of us, we make ourselves happy. And And, and though we're compassionate to our families, we, you know it doesn't enable them to, for us to cater to them. But that's a regret I have. I If I could do that day over again, I would have, the day that we all came together in Vancouver when I was on my way back to Toronto, if I could do that day again, I would have just given my undivided attention to Alison, especially, because it was her city. And... I should have listened to her life and her changes rather than my own.